down to Y Food, the edge facing back right on. The only podcast taking you under the helmet. Expert analysis breaking down the quarterback play in the NFL each weekend. Don't that feel good when your crowd behind you? Let's give them something to cheer for now. This is Inside the Pocket with your host, Greg McElroy. Welcome Inside the Pocket quarterback spotlight. And what a week it was for the quarterback position. It feels like the players on offense pretty much across the league, almost universally, the offenses are starting to really click at an extremely high level. And there was someone who I thought played maybe their best game of the year, and that was Derek Carr, who went out and absolutely outdueled Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, excuse me. I don't want to make Mrs. Mahomes upset again by calling her son Pat. So I apologize, Patrick Mahomes. But Derek Carr goes on the road, gets a win against the Kansas City Chiefs, 40-32, to completing 71% of his passes for 350, just about three touchdowns and one interception with a passer rating of about 126.7. I thought he was excellent, excellent driving the ball down the field. But let's start it off with eight minutes remaining, eight minutes and 51 seconds remaining in the first quarter. This, I thought, was a really beautiful throw. Absolutely beautiful throw. And it was on third and 10, too. They got into this bunch alignment. This was a real big part of their offensive package. And the Chiefs did not handle this bunch alignment very well. In this particular case, the safety on the right-hand side of the bunch formation was trying to disguise, trying to disguise like a quarters or a cover two look. And he was up around the line of scrimmage and is unable to get over the top of Henry Ruggs down the right sideline. And I thought Carr did a really nice job of acknowledging that, recognizing that, and taking advantage of the coverage and their intended disguise. What I also can't quite figure out for the life of me is why the safety was playing so tight. Now, you know that the Raiders have speed. You know that. You know Ruggs is a speedster. I understand disguises and that being a big part, but my goodness. I mean, stay over the top of the deepest and understand, too, that Henry Ruggs is a 4-2-40 guy. You can't show like you're blitzing or playing in run support or trying to cover the hook flats and expect to stay deeper than the deepest when you have Henry Ruggs on the outside. So I thought it was an excellent throw getting it up and down. A great catch from the rookie Ruggs out of Alabama and an unbelievable start to what became a really good day for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I want to next go to the first quarter with 46 seconds remaining. Now, this I thought was really solid. This was a good-looking play, heavy play action, third and one, and my man Derek Carr made a bit of a mistake. (laughs) Made a bit of a mistake. It's third and one, all right? Totally understand wanting to take a shot. But as he comes off play action, Waller is crossing field from right to left at the 50-yard line. Remember, it's third and one. Keep the drive alive. And I thought Carr tried to be a little bit too perfect. If he drives the throw, he probably has a completion. And more more or less, you know, a 20-yard gain. Instead, he tries to kind of layer the throw over the top. He overshoots the intended receiver, and it winds up getting intercepted by Breland uh, to end the drive. What I also was a little disappointed, he didn't have to go after that throw. I mean, he could have very easily just thrown out in the flats. Hey, they covered it up. The post wasn't there on the real deep throw. That was really what we were trying to get. So let me just dump it off to my back 
who's at the 36-yard line to the left side of the field. There's no one within 15 yards of him. He might run for 25 yards. So yeah, you got Josh Jacobs in space, 101. He might gain 30 yards. So you just get it out to him, let him work, and let's see what happens. But I thought this was the one black eye that Derek Carr had throughout the course of the game where he just tried to get a little bit too greedy on third and one. But other than that, obviously, he played an outstanding game. Let's go to the second quarter. 11 minutes and 58 seconds to go in the second quarter. Now, this was awesome. Awesome. Bad by the Chiefs' defense, but awesome by Derek Carr. 11.58 remaining. They are showing a blitz pressure look. Blitz pressure. So if you look at the Chiefs' alignment, their stack alignment, by the way, a uh, bunch of linemen and once rugs motions to create the bunch. But if you look at the safeties for the Chiefs in this picture, the deepest defender here is eight yards from the line of scrimmage. Well, Derek Carr's thinking, you know, it's pressure. It's a pressure look. I'm going to keep Jason Witten in. I'm going to go to a seven-man protection. I'm going to get three guys out in the route, and I'm going to take a shot, try to take advantage of this aggressive coverage from the Kansas City Chiefs. It's exactly what he does. He walks the line of scrimmage, makes the check, loves it, Chiefs keep on what they were going to keep on. It's a disguise, though. What I think at this point, oh, is a really, really, really bad job by the Chiefs. They have six guys out in coverage, and there's only three guys out in the route. But the throw, the throw by Derek Carr was absolutely outstanding. And if you look at how he is able to drive this ball, because of just the structure of the actual play, you have a, a deep over route crossing the middle of the field, and then you have the post route over the top. Well, when that deep over route crosses from right to left at the Chiefs' 46-yard line, that corner that's at the top of the screen should be falling back into the post to try to pick that off. Well, the corner's late. Carr recognizes that, so he drives the post and gets it up and down with a really nice trajectory so that the corner can't come back and make a play on the football. Now, ultimately the corner almost gets there, but it's too little too late as Aguilar reaches the end zone. This is just a beautiful throw, understanding the trajectory, getting the ball up and down to make sure that the defense can't recover and, and taking advantage of what was an aggressive pre-snap alignment from the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's next go to six minutes and 28 seconds left in the second quarter. I thought this throw was pretty simple. You know, pretty simple, not a whole lot to it, but it just shows you the pinpoint accuracy that Carr was feeling on Saturday. It's a little play action. He sees the defender vacate the middle of the field, number 22 for Kansas City. And as soon as the free safety moves to the left off of play action, Carr knows immediately he's got Waller in the back of the end zone and the accuracy on this throw is top shelf. He throws it just underneath the goalpost, which is exactly where you want to get it because that means my guy or nobody else. And Waller goes up, makes the catch, and Carr gets his team in the end zone yet again. Fast forwarding to two minutes and 50 seconds remaining in the second quarter. The hot start continues. It's third and two. Third and two here. And I just love, I just love the aggressiveness. He kept this pedal down the entire day, even on third and two trying to drive the ball down the field, and, man, did he make it look easy. Another bunch alignment. Like I said, bunch alignment going to be a really big formation for the Las Vegas Raiders, not just this week, but in the weeks to come. This bunch formation to the top, and I don't know what the heck the safety was doing. The free safety for Kansas City decides at the snap, Sorensen, number 49, at the snap, 
to run down and kind of play into a little bit of a robber technique. Why? I don't know. What's he trying to do? Double team Hunter Renfro? All right, no problem. I got Henry Ruggs, who's one of the fastest guys in the NFL, working on a post route over the top. What I appreciate, though, is that Derek Carr recognized it immediately, didn't waste any time at all, got hit, didn't have all of his arm behind it because he couldn't really step into his throw, but he hits Henry Ruggs get going away and takes advantage of what was, I thought, an awful coverage. Awful coverage from the Kansas City Chiefs, but this is just Derek Carr's day. I mean, every opportunity that was presented to him on deep throws or on plays that you could take advantage of the Kansas City Chiefs, he took advantage. Let's go next to the fourth quarter now. Fast forward in third quarter was a bit of dud, by the way. 10 minutes and 33 seconds remaining. Now, this is a great job here. It's third and 18. Third and 18. Obviously, you're recognizing the theme, third down. What's the big theme throughout the course of this game? Third and 18, but I love the design here. Waller had been a big part of the plan. So you have Waller in a three-by-one alignment. Three-by-one, Waller's at the number three spot, right off the hash to the left-hand side of where Derek Carr's looking. He runs like a 12-yard hook route, like a curl route over the middle of the ball, middle of the field, and tries to occupy the attention of the two hook-flat defenders. Well, that's exactly what he does because he's obviously been a big part of the plan. But on this particular play, on third and 18, he has a decoy underneath the sticks. Well, as soon as the free safety jumps Waller, it allows for a guy over the middle of the field, this one being Hunter Renfro, to kind of wrap behind. Carr sees it perfectly, slides to his left, buys just a little bit of time, throws an absolute strike over the middle of the field on the third and 18 conversion. I love the design of this play. I mean, John Gruden had it dialed in the entire day on Sunday. Using Waller as a decoy, getting Renfro on the wrapper over the top and converting on a third and long. Uh, just really, really excellent stuff. This, of course, led to a field goal that uh, didn't, didn't necessarily put the icing on the cake, but a big conversion there to kind of flip field position and, and obviously keep the momentum going for the Raiders. But I want to go to the most important play of the game, and it's with two minutes left. Fourth and one at the Kansas City 45. What are you going with? Quarterback sneak. Most important play of the game. You are basically saying, hey, if you don't get this, Derek Carr, we're going to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes, probably the best player in the world, and he's going to have only 55 yards to go to potentially tie the game with a touchdown and a two-point conversion. But what do they do? They say, no, we're going to take it into our own hands. We're going to finish the game with our offense on the field. We're never going to get the future first ballot Hall of Famer and arguably a guy that might be in the GOAT conversation in the years to come. We're not going to give him an opportunity to win it. So we're going to secure it right here. Quarterback sneak right up the middle and an awesome surge there by the interior part of the offensive line for the Raiders and a good job by Derek Carr running behind his pads, getting some leverage and getting the first down. It was an excellent game, excellent performance from Derek Carr. Look, he's been questioned by me, by many over the course of his career, but he delivered and he outdueled Patrick Mahomes in handing the Chiefs their first loss of the season and to get the Raiders 2-3-2. and two. Massive division win for the Las Vegas Raiders, all because of the excellent play by their quarterback, Derek Carr. That'll do it for our quarterback spotlight this week. Tune in later this week for our comprehensive breakdown of everything going on at the quarterback position in the NFL. For all of us here at Inside the Pocket, for Andrew Ember, I'm Greg McElroy. I hope you have a wonderful week. We look forward to breaking down the quarterback position with you. And remember, you can download this podcast 
anywhere you, where you get your podcast and you can access it on the SiriusXM app.